Welcome to Feminine Hijinks, where we're here to reinvent the other side of 40 with sass, crass, and kicking ass. Yay, we're going to do some cool ass kicking, and we can say ass we can in this say show. We can, well, this is not the ass. first time you're going to hear the word ass, <laughs> although it's not one of yeah, the... Yeah, considering the, we say it every show. So I know exactly. <laughs> Nothing new here, but you know, we're just trying to be clever. But it fits but into the theme. It does. It does. And we have a treat for you today. A special Netflix series magically appeared before us and we were helpless to resist. And so today we're sharing our experience with the history of swear words hosted by none other than Nicholas Nicolas Cage. Cage. Sweet ah, Nick. I... I am so beyond excited to talk about this show. I mean, no surprise, right? Two of my favorite things. Like, I think I said that last time. Nicholas Cage and swearing. Two of yes. my favorite things. So, <laughs> Well, yeah, we I, I know when we first discovered it, we were like, oh, my God, this is crazy. Like, is this even real? <laughs> like, it's just the craziest thing. So, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I mentioned before there were some things I liked and some things I didn't like about it, but I can't wait to dig in and talk about it. But why don't, why don't you kind of explain what it, what it is? All right. All right. So this is basically a Netflix, it's like a documentary series. And this is what they say, like, if you go to the website of the show, um, on Netflix or whatever. This is what it says. Nicolas Cage hosts this proudly profane, funny, and engagingly an educational series about the history and impact of the most notorious English swear words. Mm. So, I mean, the fact that right at the very beginning, he starts, to, the very first word they talk about in the first episode is fuck, which of course is like the, the mother of all swear words. Yeah, yeah. And he starts right off with, I don't remember like the whole, what he says, all the line exactly, but he's like, we could say, fuck, or you can go, fuck, and he screams, <laughs> fuck, at the top of his lungs. And I just was like, I am going to love this show so much. So basically right now, season one is six in six uh, episodes, and each episode covers uh, these words, fuck, shit, bitch, dick, pussy, and damn. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. I yeah. Mean, and they set it up like he's doing some kind of masterpiece theater. Yes. Like he's all dressed up in a suit and he's sitting in front of a roaring fire in like a library or something. <laughs> it is just the best. And of course, he's his usual dramatic self, but he's perfect. I mean, he's absolutely perfect in that role and what's really fun about this is it's not just him talking about these words they bring on these different comedians um, women and men and they're just talking about their experience with the words what they think of the words if they use the words what they think when they hear the words and then they also have these really cool the fact that they brought in like these experts made me laugh so hard like there's actually experts that study they probably have like their PhDs in, you know, the history of swearing and definitely language and all this stuff. And so they really, the seriousness in which they talk about these words and, and where they came from and how they started and how some of the words started in one way and then became a naughty word, even though they didn't start out that way. So I know, that part. Yeah, my favorite was the woman who worked for Merriam-Webster. 
And she was a lexicographer. Or I don't know if that's yes, I actually wrote her down because I have such a lady crush on her right I now. Ha- yeah, her name's Corey or Cody or Corey Stamper. Like. She was the associate editor for Webster. So this yes. woman actually writes definitions of yes. words. I but am here's- like. I know, I know. And what I love is when on the bitch episode, how she says that not only is her job to write, it's also to review all the words and make sure that the most current definitions are in that. And she had noticed that under bitch, there was nothing in there calling it like an inflammatory or, uh, you know, whatever. And so she was the one that actually put it in there that it was, you know, sort of a, 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 uh, a degrading word. Yeah, or, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Like I that. know. I was just like bowing down to her at that point. I, yeah, like I said, like huge, where do you even start when you're going through a dictionary, <laughs> deciding what words like, and where do you even get that information? Like that, you, you I know. have to have so much information in your head. I know. Well, being a Tolkien, you know, freak that I am. And he was a linguist, and it's kind of along that same lines. It's just like, again, that's why I'm just like, ah, twinkling away, you know, with the thought of her and all these historians that that just know so much about things like this. I just find it fascinating. And that's my favorite part of the whole thing is the historical piece of it. I just, I love it. I love hearing these, you know, scholars just <laughs> throw these words out willy nilly. And especially the one that had written that book. And she just looked like a old, like, like a, just a soccer mom type person. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, I love and, it so much. Oh my gosh. And so, and she's just talking about pussy and blah, blah, blah. And, <laughs> and you just have to laugh oh my god she's like oh and my kids will say oh you bitch and oh bitch and she's just I don't know it just made me laugh I know she was amazing and it's you know it just makes you think those are the people that you would never guess walking down the street that those are the things that they do you know yeah and that woman that's like she was some kind of professor with women's studies or sexual studies awesome her sweet little dimpled beautiful face and the things she's talking about I I was just like like, I just loved it so, so much. She like, was so soft spoken. And she's like, well, you know, we're going to reclaim the word pussy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, so Lord. let's go over these words. Like, we've mm-hmm. already talked about fuck. We both love fuck. And mm-hmm. your favorite is shit, right? Well, it is, but it wasn't my favorite episode of the show. Oh, but it is my it's my favorite word to say. Now, what about what about bitch? I don't really use that word much, except like I I loved this episode maybe the best because Ah. there's such a variety of ways to use it. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, they were interviewing that gay guy who's talking about, oh, yeah, all my friends, we call each other bitch and right. you know little bitch or whatever and then you know they talk about oh it's a derogatory turn towards a woman like right. and it's okay for women to call each other bitches but a man can't call you a bitch and then you know the history of it of course being a female dog and how that so easily related you know to to the, to the dog being this woman who is just like overbearing and all this other stuff and I I just thought that that was the best one to me. I thought it was I thought it was interesting, and I liked the um, and overall I didn't like the comedians, but oh. I did I did like them in this episode. 
That's so interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I just thought it was so, to me, it's so funny that Dick is such a big deal. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I guess I really wouldn't think of that as a swear word. I think of it as sort of an inappropriate word, like ass. Yeah, right. But I don't yeah. really think of it as a swear word. Mm-hmm. No, I don't either. I mean, something like cocksucker. Yeah, that to me That's is a much swear more word. A swear yeah. word. And I, th- I, I, so I thought that was interesting. And then pussy to me is one of those words. It's so funny how the younger generation, they love that word. And they think it's very, like, empowering and very you know, cool or whatever. But I don't know if it's my generation or just a thing for me. Like some people don't like the word moist. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel about the word pussy. Yeah, it I don't feels like it dirty either. to me. I don't it like does. it at all. And forget about moist pussy. <laughs> oh, man. Those two yeah. together it makes me just want to... <laughs> Seriously, yeah, no, I'm with you 100%. Really? Like, I, yeah, yeah. And well, uh, well, they were saying that the new generation... The ones and the, the, the words involving either sex or poop or, you know, bodily functions are no big deal for them anymore. To them, the yeah. the, the worst words are the slur words. Those the are more like, um you know, like the N word or you oh, know, yes, words yes. that are just more, you know, that, that slur a, a, a group of people or a person. Right. But right. these are like nothing to them. Right. Right. Um, I think. Now that we're thinking about, like, I didn't, before we got on the show, I didn't think about what was my favorite episode. But now that we're looking, one thing that surprised me, like, I expected to be disappointed by and then I really liked was damn. Because I was Mm. like, damn, come on, that's not really a swear word. But then when they talked about, it's so, it just goes to show how removed we are about how we hear hear these words all the time, but we don't always really think about their origins or what they mean. And, you know, they're like, this is the mother of all words because you're literally sending someone to hell. When right. you say damn or goddamn is the worst, like they still don't say that. Some of the rules they had around this stuff was yeah. making me laugh so hard. Like, what was this? This is digressing, but like, the whole how they rated movies and like you're allowed to have an R rating. You can say fuck, but you can only say it one time yeah. in the whole movie. Right. I mean, it's just right. like what? Like these rules are so, so funny to me. And it's you could say damn all you want. But goddamn, that still to this day with as open minded and all the different religions we have and whatever, that is still something that people just really make a big deal about. And I found that yeah. fascinating. I do too. I do too. And what else I liked about the 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 da- that damn show is that <laughs> is that they said that's the only one of the words that whose meaning hasn't changed because it was in the Bible and it doesn't have multiple meanings. It's right. the same meaning because you were like, yeah, damning someone. You're damning something, mm-hmm. and all the other words have multiple meanings. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah, yeah. And I just loved all the comedian like deliveries with some of these words and how they would ramble off about them. And uh, I just thought that was was so funny. But I think it's interesting that you didn't like the comedians. Why didn't you like them? Well, I mean, I thought they were fun. I like Nikki Glaser. Um, and I like that she kind of referred it back to her own act. And they showed a clip of her, 
you know, um, when she was talking about even uh, like calling the women bitches in the audience and they, but she's like, well, but I mean, the other (laughs) ones, they were just, they were fine, but I didn't laugh out. I laughed out loud more when they showed clips of shows, like they showed, you know, a clip from 16 Candles and they showed a clip from Con Air, (laughs) like, or not Con Air, but Face face Off. She's sick in Con Air. Ah, it was was Nicolas Cage on a plane. I'm like, oh yeah, but it was Face Off. But anyway, so... so I, I love the little clips that they just like threw in there and they didn't explain them. They just threw it in there and then they came back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so and so and, and I love Sarah Silverman. Like there's a couple that I really like, but some I was just like, yeah, this is all right. It's not my favorite. I, I think compared to like the historical piece of it, mm-hmm. it was a, it was a little on the lame side. That's interesting. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I liked it. I liked the mix of the funny part of it, but then the, also the serious part of it. Mm-hmm. And here's an interesting little like trivia for you guys. And I don't know if you remember what it was. And when you're watching it, I wrote it down. What was the first film to have the word fuck in it? Do you remember it? Oh, God. It's something you would I never can... expect. Yeah, I remember them talking about it, but I don't remember the movie. What was it? mash oh right yeah i thought that was so interesting yes 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 i love that i love that yeah and the go ahead no i was just gonna say and how they talked about we've talked about this on our show how swearing is actually a really helpful thing overall because it helps relieve pain um It just like gets you through things easier. And like they did that. Remember when they did that thing where they stuck their hand in the ice water? Yes. Yes. That was fascinating to see who could last the longest with their hand in the water. And the ones that were swearing definitely lasted longer than the ones that were not allowed to swear. Yes. Yes. I And I totally believe that's true. I mean, oh. because it is. It's a release. I know. Yeah. It's I thought just, that was cool. And then one of my other favorite parts, of course, and I, oh, it was the guy. I can't remember his role, the historian guy who uh-huh. talked. Do you remember yeah. what he was or what his role was or whatever? I don't, but he kind of had sort of fuzzy hair, didn't he? He looked like a mad scientist. Oh, that's hilarious. I don't remember. He was a young guy. I wonder if oh, you're no, thinking no, of that a- guy. Okay. The, yeah, I remember him. Yes. Oh, yeah. Wrote, I know who you're talking about, the mad scientist yeah. guy. He was yeah, yeah. really cool. No, but he was talking about. Was it him? No, actually, that Corey Stemper mentioned something about a swear word, Cecily Bum Trinket. Yes. Oh my God. So, can you do you remember what that meant? What What is a Cecily Bum Trinket? Well, I think they said that Cecily was a common women's name at the time. So, yes. you know, but then Bum Trinket <laughs> is like a little, you know, fancy ornamental piece attached to the bum. Which it would be, you know, the vaginal area. I know. I loved that. So that I thought it was so good. Cecily Bum Trinket. And oh then I think it was the guy that talked about how there were these other words in other languages that people would use as swears. And then he would like break down what they actually meant. And one is a butt violin, which made me laugh oh, yes. so hard. <laughs> and then one was pee hole dandruff. <laughs> So basically, oh. the idea is these are swear words that I don't remember in other countries. But if you like break them down to English, like this is what they actually mean, which is just so. What funny. if that was your username on some site? Peehole Dandruff. 
but but violin like you're on some online message board and you're like responding as but violin (laughs) oh my gosh some of these would be great names for bands yes they would but violin is a great name for a band isn't it that had like a rock and roll violin in it (laughs) Or like an a, a all-female band called Cecily Bum Trinket. Yes. I mean, come on. Yes. <laughs> Maybe we should start one. Oh, my. Yeah, that that is, that's going to have to be part of a post this next week. <laughs> Something about Cecily Bum Trinket. Can you, can you identify what that's referring to? Oh, my bum God. Tr- I like, I, I just like Bum Trinket. Bum Trinket. I know that's that hilarious. is amazing. That's so good. That's, that How may did, be better than twat because I love the word twat. I know, I know. So yeah. So overall, I thought that I, I did enjoy it. I the, I watched two episodes one night, and I think I was tired, and that was the <laughs> fucking shit episode. <laughs> and then during the day, I watched the other four all in a row. <laughs> so I don't know if because I was tired, you know, it sort of affected me one way. But um, the other ones, I don't know. I just, I just enjoyed more than fucking shit. But they, <laughs> and it, what they they said fuck is like, uh, like anything else that came from somebody's name, like back in old English, like yeah. there was somebody's last name Fuckerman or something like that. <laughs> Can you imagine if that was your name, Susie Fuckerman? <laughs> and then of course, Dick came from a guy's name. Exactly. Yes. I think that, like they said, we're sort of transitioning out of that, of of running into people named Dick. Oh, yeah. It's all more like the boomer generation still has some some dangling dicks hanging out. (laughs) (laughs) But but I don't think anybody from Gen, Gen X has the name Dick that I can think of. No. I mean, obviously, there's a rich... Richard or mm-hmm. any of that, but they never went by Dick. Never, never. never. That would just oh my be cool. <laughs> yes, to do that to your child. It would be. Look at little baby Dick. Oh, baby Dick. Yeah, <laughs> Harry Dick. Oh, Harry Dick. <laughs> Sir Harry Dick. God, your parents could really mess you up, couldn't they? Oh man, no kidding. Well, thank God somebody's name's not last name's not Bum Trinket. Bum Trinket or yeah. Fuckert or. Fuckerton. Fuckerton. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, seriously. Uh, so yeah, we totally recommend this. It's on Netflix. And Even though, yeah, we pretty much told you everything about it now. I looked it up yeah. to see if there was another season in the works. Because I was thinking, what? Those are That's it? Like, there's a yeah. lot more swear words out there and I want to hear totally. them all. Uh-huh. But uh, what I read was they haven't... Um, Committed to anything, but the way that they have it set up, even that it says it's season one, kind of right. makes you believe that there's going to be another one. And the fact that in this article I read, it was like one of the most, like, highest percentage streaming thing on Netflix yes. right now. Like, it's hugely yes. popular. Yeah, they'll do one. I hope they do one on British ones. I'd like to hear bollocks and twat <laughs> and balls. I would like to hear all those swear I would, words. Angie's so cute. She's looking off into the distance. I would like, like to hear twat. A, I want an episode Balls. on twat. I want to hear Nicolas Cage say twat. <laughs> I know. That was like the fun fun part. There was something, though, and I wish I had written it down because it was a way to use a word that they didn't. It might have been 
bitching or bitching. Like they never brought up, they talked about the different ways that you say bitch or why you say bitch or who you say bitch to, but they didn't ever talk about why is it used as like um, bitching about something. Or, I think they did though. They talked they? about it being like a complaining word because you're acting like something. a bitch. So you're bitching about something. Yeah, I can't remember. I feel like there was something though that they missed. I was like, what? I wanted to hear that. But yeah, yeah. And they, they even said bitchin' like bitchin'. from the 80s. <laughs> bitchin'. Bitchin' Camaro. Yeah. So would you be would you be offended if I said, hey, bitch, to you? No. But I wouldn't. We, I don't know. That's I, just I know not something wouldn't. I typically use. No, me either. I say either. dude, which I think some people would be offended by. Yeah. And it, that doesn't offend me either. Like, no. I. I don't get easy. Now, if, if you were like, hey, pussy, that, <laughs> I'd be like, what? First of all, why would you even think that that would be something that would, you know, identify oh God, as me? Can... Well, maybe because you like cats. <laughs> maybe. She's right about cats. She's I that know. pussy lady. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh gosh, yeah. So, but yeah, I don't, I don't ever use the word bitch or little bitch or like no. anything like that. If anything, I would say like stop bitching about that, or I, I was bitching about such and such. Yeah, or whatever. Totally. Yeah. One thing I did find interesting: there was that one comedian, and I don't know her name. I don't follow comedians a lot, but she, she was like all, she was a little more politically correct about stuff. Oh and, yeah, she and, had the jean jacket on. Yeah. And she was, I think it was her that was saying she didn't like those pink pussy hats. And I don't really know why, because I, my friend Lisa knitted me one of those amazing pink pussy hats back when they came out. And it's one of my favorite things. Mm -hmm. And um, I love what it stands for. It's the nasty woman thing. It's like a strong, to me, it stands for a strong woman that isn't going to like let anybody tell her what to do. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't get that either. But she did come. I'm like, are you sure she's a comedian? She was very serious and very like even the woman who was a professor of of feminine studies or, you know, women's studies. She was funnier than the comedian. That one kind of made me just be like, oh, go away. Like, (laughs) yes, exactly. Like who wants to hang out with her at a party? Nobody. (laughs) Want, want. Want, want. trombone. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, take these. These episodes are twenty minutes each. They go by fast. So oh, we binge the whole thing in one night. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's good. And Nick doesn't disappoint. He's and what I love about Nick is he embraces that he is just the way he is, and he plays it up. Like totally. he doesn't try to put on airs. He knows that everybody thinks of him like they do you know that he's sort of a you know a little bit of a laughing stock but also you know everybody loves him at the same time yes. and so he just sort of embraces that and that's I, I think that's my favorite part about him is he can laugh at himself totally and can I just say that I again I have a crush on Nicolas Cage mainly because he's just I love every I just love how silly he is, how dr- overly dramatic he is and how he's just uniquely himself with no apologies. And like you said, yes. he can laugh at himself and he, whatever and his quirky weirdness. I love that. But I got to say, you know, in the later years, hasn't looked so good. But in this, he looked amazing. Like it, he actually mm-hmm. looks good with facial hair. I know. But don't you think it's dyed AF? Like it's totally. <laughs> 
Well, totally, but it's good because it kind of covers his pasty face that he has yes. right now. He Bless did, you, he, Nicholas Cage. He did look handsome. Yeah. That is true. I thought yes. he looked really handsome. I was like, oh, Nicholas Cage looking pretty good in that suit. <laughs> very distinguished. He was very distinguished saying pussy. And fucking shit. Oh, and he was when he was when he was painting that <laughs> flower. <laughs> that was like, and then they show the end result, and it's not anything like what he was painting. Like, yeah. you just, God, and it just says funny. pussy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, that was so good. That was so good. So yeah. So catch it, folks. Catch we it. We think that y'all like it. Y'all fucking love it a shit ton. You will. Damn. Damn it. <laughs> So, uh, gosh, let's go into the ladies' room now and talk about what's happening. I, What kind of poop do you have happening in your life right now? Oh, you know, we're really rocking the poop these days. I'm rocking it. And I don't necessarily mean that I'm kicking any kind of ass or I'm listening to a lot of Marilyn Manson, although I'd like to believe I'm always doing those things. Yeah. I am completely all of a sudden into crystals and rocks to the point where it's getting ridiculous. Like the candle thing, now it's the rock thing. Ah, so, I love it. And I blame it on my friend Tracy, who has this amazing little sort of online shop where she... It's called Four Corners Metaphysical. It's on Facebook. And she does these live shows all the time so she'll get shipments of stuff in and then she'll do basically live shows so you can show up um, and just watch her and she'll go through all of her stuff and if there's something you see that you like you just you know call out whatever like you know if she has a rose quartz so I would just type rose quartz and she'd be like, okay, so the first person who claims it, it's theirs. Oh, and, that's such a cool idea. Oh, my God. And it's so fun. And you find yourself, it's kind of like an auction. Like, you'll be raising your hand just because you're in on, like, the, you're, you're, like, caught up in the moment. You're like, I want that. I want that. And you don't even have time to necessarily think because if you think and then later you decide you want it, someone else will probably claim it before you. Oh, so hilarious. it's really dangerous because you're like... <laughs> Oh, my God, what have I gotten myself into? Like, now I have all these rocks. And so, but I got to tell you, to the point where, like, I got, like, this cute little wall shelf. I can't wait till someday you can come in my house again, Angie, and I can show you yes. my little shelf. I got that I'm putting all my beautiful rocks mm. in. So I'm, like, collecting them. I'm going to be changing the colors of my business. Like, I'm kind of changing my brand. And so, of course, now I've been looking for things that will match that, that I could do photos and things. So I'm just having so much fun, and her prices are absolutely incredible. They are so competitive, and it's a safe way to be able to shop for that stuff right now. You don't have to go into a store, and you can see them pretty well. She holds them up. She talks about it, and she always explains the properties of all of the stones. So it's really, really cool, whether you believe that stuff or not. They're just pretty and fun to have around, and so that's my latest obsession. I love in the early 2000s. I collected crystals and rocks too. And I used to go to this place called the Metaphysical Emporium. It was in White Bear Lake. And then there was a place called Stonehenge and it was in Uptown. Of course, it was called Stonehenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would collect all of these and I had crystal (gasps) books and I had all this shit. And then when I moved out, like I just kept them. I kept them on this big plate. Yeah. Like just arranged. And it was really pretty. And then in 2016, when I moved out, I got rid of all of them. Yeah. Because like I wasn't so much into, they were pretty and right. I liked looking at them at that point. 
but they just they didn't they didn't make it with me. But that's one of the when my kids were little, that was like our favorite thing to do was go to these shops because yes, they love so... looking through all the rocks. And yeah, stuff. there's the enchanted rock garden here, which is a lot mm. like that. And they have a cool little like box on the floor that kids can pick through and pick one, which I think is really oh, cute. That's so cool. Um but Tracy's prices are way better than anything I've seen around here. Um and you know, she's even said, I just want people to be able to get these things. She doesn't even price them up that much more nice. than she's. Yeah. So she's she's really cool. And, you know, I take or leave the whole meaning behind a crystal or a rock. Um, I do think, you know, when you think about how they're made, how the earth just creates these things, it's kind of amazing. Yes. So I do believe that they have certain energies kind of from that in that sense. But also... I don't think that if I have this specific rock and it's supposed to be good luck, that it's going to bring me good luck all the time. Or this is a healing stone, so I'm never going to get sick. Or if I'm sick, I have to hold the stone and it's going to make me better. I don't believe in that kind of stuff. I kind of just think if there's a rock that you're attracted to and you think it means something, then it reminds mm -hmm. you of that. So yes. if you're, you know, if you're like, I need protection, this rock looks like, protect, you know, means protection. So now when I carry it or hold it, I'm just going to feel that energy yes, and just it'll make you you yourself act a different way or notice things a different right. way so that's and it all goes back to what we were what we were talking about last week about capturing that feeling that you want yeah and stones can anything can give you that feeling exactly they're like a talisman that you they put are. the power into it mm -hmm. but they're so beautiful they are i just like they make me so happy so Aww, i love it yeah yeah and you know i've got one of heather's who listens to, and she, remember she put that rose quartz in her rose quartz uh, soap? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was trying not to dig it out, and it finally came out. So now I have it on this little plate. And oh, I like boy. thinking that that came from her soap. You should post a picture of your stones when... The stones. I always the think stones. of, um, oh, God, what's that one of my favorite movies? Uh, Fifth Element. Oh, I don't know that one. Ah, dude, Gary Oldman is in it. Oh, I love Gary. Gary, oh my God, it's such, it's a sci-fi movie with Bruce Willis and Mila Jovinovich or whatever. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. super over the top and really funny. Anyway, and so Gary cool. Oldman is like the bad guy and he's, he has kind of a mush mouth and he's like, the stones, I need the stones. <laughs> and so anytime I hear that word, I'm like, the stones, the whole family does it. <gasps> Oh, that's so funny. I, I, my mind goes to the Rolling Stones band. <laughs> that's like, hilarious. Stones. I know, I know. Well, we have tickets still to that because we were going to see them last summer at the U.S. Bank Stadium. And then, of course, it got canceled or rescheduled for who knows when. So, okay. oh, so I'll, they, I'll be seeing the Stones at some point. You'll be seeing the Stones. That's the cool, stones. though, that you've got it and it's not like... It's not going to happen. It's just right. Yeah, there we have three concerts that we had tickets to that are like rescheduled, but we don't know when. But what's kind of oh cool is then when they're rescheduled, it's like oh, free concert because it'll feel like we it'll didn't feel pay like for it's the... free. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I love so, that. I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So is well, your is your poop a rocky poop? <laughs> oh man, I'll tell you what. That's that my butt just clenched a little bit when you said that. <laughs> Ooh, a rocky poop. Uh okay, so I was gonna talk a bit about my morning routine. Oh. Um, because I do the same thing every morning, like during the week I did, and I've changed a couple of things based on 
the Atomic Habits book that I'm reading Ooh, by James yeah. Clear, right? And so um, what I okay, so this is this is what I do. So I wake up and right out of bed, I put on some tennis shoes and you know shorts or whatever. And then Chris and I do the stairs, like right out of bed. We climb That's so the cute. stairs. Yeah. And then we come down and then he takes off and goes for a walk outside. And then I do um, my meditation and uh, I read something inspirational, something that sort of, you know, was going to make me feel good. Mm -hmm. So I do that. And then I do some yoga and then I do these exercise bands on my arm to, you know, work on that. Yeah, and you've been getting the muscles from that. I've been getting the damn muscles. Yes. And then after that, I get my shower. Then I come out. And then I sweep the floor and <laughs> scoop the litter boxes. And then I reward myself with a cup of coffee. So wow. that's what. And yeah, how long but, does this take you? I mean, that's a lot of stuff. Well, it depends. Because I, I, can, I, can I can do it in as little as an hour. Okay. Or, but if I do it as long as I want to do it, it's about an hour and a half. Okay. Well, I get up about 630. So that that works mm -hmm. just fine. Mm -hmm. So anyway, so I was thinking about in this book, it's talking about habit stacking, like the kinds of or, or the ways that you can make the habits that you want to incorporate easier are less, um, they call it less uh, friction there for it. So there I did two things that are good. Like when I'm reading, I know that the next thing that I'm going to do is yoga, right? And my yoga mat and the exercise bands are in the office. And there have been times where it's like, I'm, I'm too lazy. I don't want to get up and get them, even though it's just right down the hallway. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. And so this morning, as soon as I got up and put on my exercise clothes, I stopped by and picked up both of them and laid out my yoga mat in the living room. There and you put go. the bands on top of it so that they're there. There's no excuse. I can just, just slide right into it, right? right? And then also, I've been wanting to get back into playing the ukulele, which I haven't done in a long time. Yeah. And and he says, you know, if whatever habit you want to do, try to break it down so you could do it in two minutes if you right. wanted to. Right. And so I used to do it all the time. I used to play all the time when I lived by myself because I had it hanging on the wall above my desk. So if I was brainstorming or, you know, whatever, I would just. So anyway, so I've been working at the kitchen table. And so I've been putting my ukulele on the kitchen table the past two days. And so then if I want to break or just stretch, I just go over and I'm working on a song and I just practice the chords. Then I put Perfect. it back down. So like, OK, so this shit works. I've just. And it's taken so little to be able to like just work those in. And I get this daily email from this author. And today this quote that he had said, the trajectory of your life bends in the direction of your habits. Mm -hmm. And I love that. I love the word trajectory because it's like, yeah, yeah, whatever habits you have, that's the direction you're going. Yes. So anyway, so that that's my poop is I just wanted to say that I have these these little atomic successes that I've added into my morning routine. And it feels awesome. I feel very proud of myself. I'm proud of you, too. And Thank I love you. that you share that because it's inspiring to me because I am one of those people that I have these grand ideas, but like actually following through is another story. Like I've had this whole thing I kind of want to do like you do, get up, meditate a little bit, um, do a card reading for the day or even just pull one card for the day, even just that. And, yeah. you know, maybe get outside and walk or walk later, whatever. But especially in the morning, it's like I've wanted to meditate and 
and do a card to kind of like get me going for the day. Mm-hmm. Have I yet to do it? No. Very sporadically. Because what I do is I go down and I make coffee and my husband gets up with me. And so the core man and I will sit and we'll have coffee for like an hour. And it's wonderful. And it's yeah. one of those things that I cherish because that's our together time in the morning. And that's how we start our day. And I don't want to give that up. Mm-hmm. But at the yeah. same time, I also want that me time to start my day. So I'm having a hard time like trying to figure out how to do both of those things. Like, do we have coffee later in the day where that's our time? Or do we just say, okay, we have 15 minutes and that's it. Then I'm going to go do my stuff. But I don't I don't necessarily yeah. like that. You know, so that's my problem with trying to figure out how exactly I want to get all that to work. Could you get up half an hour earlier than Corey? Fuck no, I don't want to get up. <laughs> Actually, well, I'm really proud of ourselves. <laughs> I know, I'm such a rebel. I'm really proud of my ourselves because, you know, we both work from home and we both have jobs that we can kind of work when we want to work. So mm-hmm. we will set, but we're setting our alarms at seven o'clock to just get up and start our day. So nice. we're not just sleeping in all day. Now, sometimes the alarm goes off and we lay in bed for a little while. But with the intention that we're going to get up, we're going to start our day. We're not going to just laze around, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we are doing that, which feels really good. Yeah, but I just have to figure awesome. out for myself how to graduate into that next. Right, right. Well, even like he says in the book, if you just say, you know, if you just did five minutes of meditation and like yeah. if you just give yourself 15 minutes to do the meditation and the card pull. Right. Like. And on days when you can do more, you do more. But at least you can say that it's the the habit is there. You're doing it every day. Yeah. And I think if I obviously if I sat down and we talked about it, it's like, okay, these are the kinds of things I want to incorporate in my morning. Then either we'll do some of these things together. Of course, I don't know if he would ever meditate with me. And I know he wouldn't read any. Oh, gosh, I wish you would. That is the best. That is the best visual. I have yet to do a reading for him. Oh, my God. I kind of refuse because he's just going to make fun. So I'm like, you know, I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, No, keep it sacred, man. It is. It's my sacred. Keep it secret. Keep it safe. Yes, yes. It's my thing. But anyway, I love that. I'm very proud of you. And like I said, you've inspired me to like get a little more um uh what's the word like putting it more of a priority and just figuring out those little things and i mm-hmm. i'm gonna have to get that book because it sounds amazing i saw it on somebody else's bookshelf recently too yeah yeah i think you would love it but it's easy to read too it's yeah. like not it's very easy to read so yeah very cool and i love your rocks too i think that's i can't wait to see them in person and <gasps> hold them i know look at this one this one's called look at me i have them right here bismuth and if you look close it looks like a staircase oh that's cool isn't it i love that bismuth i don't know if i like that though it makes me think of pepto-bismol i was gonna say (laughs) pepto-bismuth oh my god can you imagine shitting that rock out that would not be very good would not feel good you might need a little more than pepto-bismol it would be a rocky poop yeah Ah, that's right Well, this has been fun. I'm glad that we watched that show and that we were able to, you know, find some cool things in it that we both liked. And yeah, again, watch it. You got to get your nick on. You got to get your nick on. And, you know, again, anything we can do right now to have some good news, some fun news instead of all the other crap that's going on around us. 
Yeah. You know, this is medicine, folks. It so is. we are the doctors prescribing you this medicine. To <laughs> You're highly and have qualified. Fun. Yeah, Nicolas Cage is your medicine. Yes. Here's a three-month supply. <laughs> Sorry, your insurance will only pay for one month. <laughs> yeah, will my insurance cover Nicolas Cage? I don't know. Or fuck shit, big dick, big dick, pussy. <laughs> is that the name of the medication you're on? May cause diarrhea, vomiting, sleeping and too rocky long, poops. a four-hour erection. You know all the things they list. Like yes. it's like thirty seconds long. You could I die thought. or death. <laughs> <laughs> now ask your doctor. Yeah, I'm gonna jump right on that one. Oh God! So what do we have next week? We don't know. We have no idea what's on next week. So it's going to just magically appear to us at some point in the next seven days. And then you'll get to hear about it next Monday. You will. But we'll tell you that it'll be something as exciting as you've come to expect from us. (laughs) (laughs) Always something new and exciting. Always. So, but yeah. So you can find us every Monday here on FeminineHygienesPodcast.com or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Facebook and Instagram as well, and patreon.com forward slash feminine hijinks podcast. Yay. All right, everybody. Everybody stay safe, be well, have fun, yes. laugh and swear, love another indoor sports. XOXO. Bye. Bye.